Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. <clears throat> See, there it is again. It's nerves. Next time you're going to do it, think, I'm not going to do it. No, but it doesn't work like that because when it comes, you actually feel like you need to clear your throat. So... The more you don't do it, that's right, well. Let's you... see what happens if it doesn't. Right, just just go like that. And go. <clears throat> see, I should have done it. Then, right, go like that, and then I'll. <clears throat> I can't it. do it. No, but I want to know what happens if you don't. All right, and then I'll, ca- I'll try and carry on talking. No, and then we'll go right. It, you you now want to cough, but don't, and All let's right. see what happens. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. How's it now? Well, it's fine at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so desperate with this stuff now. No, it's not happening now. Okay, don't cough. I won't cough. You promise? I'm not going to cough. All right, you ready? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to my voiceover voice. And <laughs> series two, episode four of We're Not Playing Snooker, with me, Goldstein, and him over Do you there. Like my hat? Do you like it? Ian Wright. California Love. Can't, I just, you can't not think of Dre, can you? And, and Tupac. No, you see, I don't know all that. Do, 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 Why? Do, Why do, do I think of Dre? Because that's the song that him and Tupac made, California Love. California, that one? Yeah. Oh, was that them, is it? That's mm. a good tune. Yeah. I like that. Where'd you get the hat from? L.A. All right, okay. You ready to move on with the show? Let's rock. We've got, we got lots rock, in it. In we've got show. lots, as, as we always have. But you know what? We've got all the normal stuff. Uh, Linux update, right? chest, um, football stories. We've got everything, right? Mm-hmm. Everything. But, right, today... Now, usually we don't give dates out because it's like a timeless podcast. You can listen to this whenever you want, mm-hmm. right? We never look back at last night's football. We never look ahead to the World Cup. We've never, we don't do anything like that. But the reason I do want to mention the date is because one of the things I wanted to speak to you about was recently I saw you went back to Highbury, yeah. which is, of course is not a football stadium anymore, but the, such the, a shame. The, the, yeah. the bit where you used to play is actually still there. It's like yeah. gardens. Yeah. And that coincided with the fact that today is 21 years ago. To this very day. Today, since you did what? I broke the Arsenal record, Cliff Baston's record. Of 100 and... 179 goals. Now that's mad. So I'm sat with you 21 years to the day yeah. after you scored yeah. the record-breaking goal. So this at this time, I was probably getting myself ready to... What would I be doing? Probably having pre-match or something now. How do you feel? 21... I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? It is, yeah, because um, it, it's, it's really strange. And going back there, 
and, 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 and going through it and everything that was going on, it was it was amazing and very emotional. I felt really quite, because you don't, while you, when you're doing that, you don't realize what's going on at the time. You don't realize that, um, you know, something's happening that is pretty good in the history of the club. We've spoke about me. this before in the last series, yeah. and I asked you about how many times you wore the T-shirt underneath with the 179. Yeah, about five games, yeah. Okay, and then, of course, it was that moment where you lifted up the top yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, when it happened, mm. was there relief from your part because now you can move on? I always yeah. wonder when, when you hear the questions of you've gone nine games without a goal, yeah. you scored in the... Te- was it? Pre- I can't even remember how many games I went without scoring, to be honest, but... Yeah, it, it was relief. And you know what it was? It was the, the, the noise of the crowd I've not, I've not heard before then or after the, when, when I scored that really? goal. Yeah, it Tell was, me about the goal. It was, a, it was quite an easy goal to score because it was, a, it was a, a yard tapping. But what happened was the build-up, Dennis done some great stuff. And I remember Goodney Bergson was playing at the back for them. Me and Goodney was running towards the box because Dennis broke. And I was running towards the box. But what I'd done was I clipped him on purpose. I clipped him and then acted like I'm just run, jumping over him. It's perfect because in, in in the end, Goodney would have you been fouled him. Me, yeah, I did, yeah. Right. yeah. So what would have happened was is that Goodney would have probably been coming in the box with me. He'd have, he'd have probably challenged me. I wouldn't have had a tap in. But like I kind of tripped Goodney up and then acted like, oh sorry, oh just got to run over him. Oh sorry. And then when it went in, then Dennis had his shot, and then Patrick came in and challenged someone. Bam, and then and then it just the ball just just popped out, just rolling towards the goal. Just does yeah, it happen in slow motion at the time? It was one of those situations where, you know, as a, as a centre forward, you just talk, you've got to follow everything in. Um, because if I didn't follow that in or I was waiting to see what was happening with Dennis first having his goal and then Patrick having his goal, probably a defender would have been able to be there to, to clear it. But you just got to follow everything in as a striker. So. And do you have commentary in your head? Do you, do you have, go on, right? Do you have that? Do you, <laughs> I, I used to, when I used to play football, and like the ball would, <laughs> would come out. I used to have Brian Moore. You used to do your own commentary. With my brother Don't say the surgeon run. That's what my that. brother used to do his own commentary when we were playing. Yeah. Takes one on, takes two. That's right. You know, pulls out loud. It, yeah. Pulls it back and lays it off. My brother used to do that. Did you ever played. have that? No, but when that happened, now that you think of it, I, I couldn't believe it. It was like, <gasps> that was that's what happened. That's yeah. that's that was that, that was the. The, the emotion and, and and the reaction at that time when I saw it, because I thought Patrick was gonna was gonna tap it in because Patrick came in and challenged someone and it was rolling towards the goal, um, and as it just was rolling, it was it was almost as if everything else just stopped and it said no 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 this is your moment go on you go and tap that in here. Uh, what minute in the game did it come? Can't remember. Early or late? Um, I can't remember. First half. Okay, so it was nice you could. It was it was unbelievable. Uh, when you score a goal like that, mm. and it's a tapping, as you said, is it the same feeling as a thirty-five yard screamer? Yeah, always or just that, that would, goal. That, that will go. That will go down as the, the, my best goal significantly, in, in, for significance because of the what it meant uh, and what I achieved by scoring that particular goal. The easiest goal I've ever scored in my life. I and that's, that. Yeah, you know, even even when I've been playing like Sunday morning football, that, that would have been the easiest goal I've ever scored in my life. Unmissable. And the feeling you get from that goal is better, better than any feeling I've had. Even scoring for England, even scoring at Wembley. Okay, hold um, on, hold in on. In the finals. Is it better than sex, that feeling? Nothing's better than sex. I remember... Is it not? No, 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 no. Because I remember when I, was, when I, was, when I first started to play at Palace and, you know, my early doors when they was asking about interviews and, you know, people saying, would you... You know what I mean? When, in fact, when I was even younger, you know what I mean? Would you rather score a goal or have sex? And I was, I'm, I'll tell you when it happened. 
Sil Regis. I remember Sil Regis scored that unbelievable goal when he took West it on his chest. halfway yeah. line. So, yeah, and, and then afterwards, I think it was something to do with the three degrees were in town. And remember when they doing that with him, Brendan Batson, and um, might have been Laurie Cunningham. I think it was Laurie Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about. And I remember after the game, he scored that goal, and they said, "Would you, would you rather score that goal or uh, or something to go on a date with the three de- with the one of the three degrees yeah. or anything?" And he said, "Score the goal." Um, you know what I mean? And I thought to myself, wow, that is so professional. Just wants to score the goal instead of going out with that unbelievably beautiful woman. And I, when I was younger, thought to myself, yeah, scoring a goal must be better than sex. Must be. Must and? Be. It's not. It's not? <laughs> Nowhere near Is it, it not? It's, um, no. You scored a cup final goal, yeah? Yeah. So that and adulation. For England. And England. And scoring for England against like Italy or scoring for England at Wembley. Oh, okay, here's the question. What's the <clears> biggest goal you've scored then? That's giving uh, you the biggest adrenaline rush. Biggest FA Cup final, Crystal Palace. Okay, against Man United. Yeah, First, you, yeah, come on, one, sub. One. That I mean, one broke your heart, didn't it? Broke your heart. Uh, at the time, I wasn't happy, but of course, the end result didn't break my heart. Yeah. Um, so you, you've come on as a sub. You've don't, got a point to prove. Don't, don't just like something in my history. Just no, I'm not. I'm, I'm yeah, building way, it up. I'm yeah, building it up. Yeah, but you're building it up. But it's the way you kind of put it down. Like, yeah, it didn't matter because we won in there. So shut your mouth. Oh, we did win. So yeah, sh- but you... so shut your mouth. <laughs> But don't, it's, it's a memory that means a lot to me. And you, you, means a lot you, to you, me. You, you, you but yeah, it, did, it did break Go on, go on, go away. Okay. Where was you? So, so you're, you're on the subs bench to begin with. So yeah. obviously you're a bit pissed off with Koppel, I imagine. I was pissed off, very pissed off. Right. You come on to prove a point, mm-hmm. and not only do you prove one point, I think you, you prove two points. It's unbelievable. Okay. You know something, it's the, in respect of a goal. that Now that was going in slow motion. Because I came on 73 minutes, and I think it would have been my first touch when Mark Bright laid it off. Richard Shaw challenged in the midfield and then it broke to Mark Bright who turned it round to me and then I had to take on Phelan and Pallister. And that, when the ball broke to me, it, that is when you hear people say everything else kind of, went, kind of stood still around you. It was, it was fucking unbelievable. So when I went past him, Phelan, went past Phelan and cut back inside on Pallister really quickly. And as I cut back inside, everything happened really quickly in my head. And then when I cut back inside, I saw a lot of goal over to Leighton's left. And I said, let me curl it over there. I didn't curl it as far as I'd like to, but I hit it with enough pace that went under him, went went round him because he didn't get down. And then as soon as the ball goes in, that's what the noise wakes you up out of this, this thing, whatever it was. Because it's only when you think back now um, and I look at the goal, I see the goal in real time now. I remember it does. Something happens. And so that, that feeling where you, I think, I mean, I would never know, but I'm guessing you just lose the plot. You just, everything goes. I, I was I was emotional because remember, at the, t- the FA Cup final was the game. When we were all growing up, you know what I mean? Remember, I'm 54. You know, my first FA Cup final was 1970, 71. Um, I think it was Chelsea Leeds and then Arsenal, um, Liverpool. And that, that, those, those are my first real memories of FA. And ever since that, I watched literally all of them. Um, and so the FA Cup was the was the, the football match I wanted to play at in at Wembley in those goals, you know those goals with that unbelievable net, the tight net, you know what I mean? It was just like to 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 score, to score like honestly, it, I I I, could, I couldn't believe it. And so once the ball hit the net, everything woke up, and then I went very emotional. And the thing what woke me up out of the emotional state that I found myself in because if you look at it, if you watch, you know wheel away celebrating. I've got a real contorted face. And it was like a face where I was just getting ready to cry. 
But then I fell on the floor and everybody bundled me. And what got me out of that um, that emotional state of wanting to cry, because I couldn't believe it, was the fact that I, I couldn't take the bundle. It was like, I couldn't breathe. Everyone was on top of me. So in the end, started to fight for people to get off me. Then they got off and then you got up and it was like, it was like I've just I've just scored in the FA Cup final against Manchester United. That's what we all I've done that many times in my garden. I've scored in an FA Cup final. That's what we all want to do as a kid. But you've done it not once. Yeah, no, a couple of times. Did you have Did you <laughs> Did you have a chance for a hat trick? Um, no. Did you not? No, 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 no. Were you thinking? Oh, please, one more. Were you getting greedy? Well, to be honest, no. But I did know that Stan Mortensen is the only person to score a hat trick in the FA Cup final. In a cup final that's not named after him. Yeah, amazing. Standing Matthews, it's horrific. Matthews, but you know, it is something that it's weird, isn't it? That mm. no one has done that in the FA Cup apart from Stan. Stan Mortensen. And he didn't even get the cup final. Didn't even get yeah. Didn't even get the credit for it. But you know, it's done. You know the inventor of the Segway. You know the Segway. Yes. Do you know how he died? No, well. On his Segway, he lost control and went over a cliff. <laughs> you just think to yourself, why would you... You're kind of asking for trouble there, aren't you? If you're going to be on your Segway, you think to yourself, I don't want to be in and around a cliff just in case I lose control. And you know, Can you imagine losing control of something you've invented? Don't go near the cliff. It's all right. I invented <laughs> no, 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 it. I invented it. <laughs> yeah, I invented just, it. It'd be fine. But just don't but go near it. You no, just, no, no, no. <laughs> but you think to yourself, why would you, why would you go near a cliff? With a Segway. Why would you do that? Because people say, people say, yeah, he, he, he died. He fell off a cliff on his Segway. So first thing you're going to think is, was he doing a cliff? Do you, what do you think he thought when he was falling? Do you think he was thinking, oh, bollock? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking pressed forward and not oh, reverse. <laughs> Why did I, I knew I should have put fucking reverse at the front. But you know the thing about it is, is you do think that. What are people thinking? See now you're making you're taking it to a dark place because now he's falling off a cliff. He's getting ready to die. You're saying, "What's he thinking?" I often wonder. <laughs> this Actually, is really I'm dark. Fucking, I'm I often wonder if you fall on. off a cliff, right? Mm. For argument's sake, do you have a heart attack before you hit the ground? You hope so, because like you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to like let's say for instance you. you I'm gonna Google the inventor. Go on. Yeah, you wouldn't want to like fall from a, a great height, and. Oh, here we go. How did he die? Oh, this is quite sad, Jim. Segway. Hesselden. Why isn't it called why isn't it why isn't it called a Hesselden then? I don't know. Why is it called a, a British businessman? A British business I can't say business businessman. <laughs> you say, say, it, say you say it. Businessman. Businessman. A, it's because the British it's Oh yeah. So you try and say British businessman. A British businessman. A British businessman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. A British businessman. I'm not going to move on till I can get that out. All right, hang on. A British businessman. <laughs> you, you genuinely can't do it. Look I at your mouth. I can it. see your mouth. It can't do it. Now my brain's going. What? what now what? It's like me. I can't say the, the, the letter. You can't say. I can't say the letter A followed by an H. It I, it really does what cause me problems. Name a word with that. Um, I don't know. Something that begins with A as an H after it, like some. And here. Go on, say it. And here. But the, I, and, it's, I, the A's got an N after it. Yeah, but the thing is, is that it's the two words I can't. People used to used to send me like slaughter me all the time, saying can't even pronounce his H's. And I I genuinely have to think about my my H's. Can you say ad hoc? Ad hoc. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I genuinely say it again. have to think. You about didn't it. say it. Ad hoc. You have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Shall I have another go? Yeah. A British businessman. There you go. Oh, my God. We're going to have to cut this down. Businessman. Business. 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 Come on. A British businessman. Yes. There you go. Who bought the Segway company. Oh, he bought it. Less than a year ago, died after riding one of the scooters off a cliff. Ah, so he didn't invent it. He bought the company. And into so a he river. Didn't really, yeah, he didn't know. So he did, obviously he wasn't clued up on how to function. No. And, and and went into a river. Why? You see, what, what was he doing by the river? It's just... he's, got his, he's got the picture. Oh, fucking hell. He's got the picture of the cliff. Let me see. And that red arrow, look. Like to say, so he's got a red arrow going down. Like to think, if he's falling off a cliff, I think we we know he's gone down. I wonder what direction he fell. <laughs> I wonder how gravity worked on that. Oh, it went down. Google, Google that, everybody, and just look at the red arrow. Right, time for Lineker update. Now we didn't have one last week because your SIM card had broke or your phone had broke. Yeah, everything's fine now. Yep. Okay. Do I need to update people where we're at? I mean, I don't yeah, even know why we're doing this anymore. If I'm being brutally honest with you, well, because nothing's going to happen. You're sad and, and desperate for for like, I don't know. To no, be, I'm not. I'm not. There's s- a desperate. I've, I've said it from episode one in in the first series. Yeah. It's it's a desperation kind of thing. It's nothing. It's nothing to do with trying to fill the show or anything. Because well, no, we've, I don't we've think I've got loads of stuff to fill it. With, I don't think I can lose now because the listener knows that I'm in the right and Lineker's in the wrong for not yeah, unblocking the, me. Yeah, but if the listener listens. To what the listener listens. <laughs> if the listener's listening to what you're saying, yeah. As soon as you, you, you hear something you, you're not really no, happy with and that, you you're you're very no. The listener has now yeah. listened to series one and halfway through series two and knows that I'm a nice person. You're They've got the real abusive. me. You're very abusive when you don't hear what Fuck you Fuck off. <laughs> so right. what, so here we go. Let me have a look. So the question I asked was as the start of a new year, new beginnings and all that. Would you consider forgetting the past and unblocking my friend Andy Goldstein? Lo- now that right. I like because you That's put nice. in you put in New Year, yep. right? Forget mm-hmm. what's happened, exactly. And you put in the most important line, my friend, as if to say I'm on team right. Well, no. I'm part of your gang. No, no, no. You, you're my friend. Yeah, but like you know, like when you're in the in like in a, a mob movie, so what, and they said- go like in what's his name, Donnie Brasco goes, meet our friend. It's like mm-hmm. part of the family, right? So that's what you're implying to Lineker, yeah. is that I'm part of your family. Okay, well... So this will be interesting, because now, now he's going to have to unblock it. Now he's going to go, yeah, okay, no problem. Okay, do you want to hear what he said? Yeah, just read it again, and then read his reply straight oh, after. Okay. As it's the start of the new year, new beginnings and all that, would you consider forgetting the past and unblocking my friend, Andy Goldstein? Love it. In which he replies, I have a policy. Abusive behaviour is a lifetime ban. Relentless irritation... Is a five-year ban. Andy comes under the latter. So let's review it in three and a half years. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's more. There's more. Fucking hell. There's more. And this bit, this bit is really cool, right? Because he says, has he appears to be your friend and you are very important to me. This is what he's saying. I like that. This is good. I may be willing to reduce the blocking period. To another three point three years, promising future good behaviour. Oh, hold on, hold on. So you might totally um, so minus three and a half years is zero. No, <laughs> instead of three and a half years, yeah, he's gonna ban you for three point three years. <laughs> uh, 
Look at your face. Look at your face. Well, so how did we get the last bit? Because 3.5 years. Right. So that's like, what, three and a half years. So what, three years and six months. Right. And, so and now he's going to reduce it to 3.3. Three, three years and three months instead of three years and six months. So it's three and a half years. Fucking hell. I'm honestly, months. I don't know why we bother doing this anymore. It's purely for your entertainment. It's not for my entertainment. See, why I, said from, why I said from the start, right? I said from the start with this. What are you doing? Why are we doing it? It's just, there's a, why do you need, why do you need him to unblock you so bad? Don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> I love it. it. just, are you sure you two aren't, do you speak about this at all? When you no. On MOTD? No. No, because say, it's embar- right, bit, no, because you know what, it, it would be embarrassing. It'll you be don't embarrassing. mention it at all, you don't mention it at all. No, I don't mention it. I don't mention it. You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, he's obviously now, he knows people are saying stuff. Yeah, on social media. Right. But I ha- don't have a speak heart. to him. Have a heart, I Lineker. don't speak to him and say, um, like, oh, you know, that I'm, we're not joking in respect to trying to unblock him. It's something that he desperately wants. I don't desperately want it. <laughs> oh, you're such a fucking wanker. Look at you jumped in. Sorry, everyone. That's Andy Goldstein jumping in there. <laughs> I don't say to him, I don't say to him, I don't say to him, listen, you know, the Andy Goldstein thing, do we, you know, we, don't, don't do it. I won't, I don't do it. I won't do that because you're my friend and I love you and that, and that's why we're doing it because you continuously ask me to do it. Um, and, and I've said from series one, I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable that you're kind of, there's a grovelly vibe about it. It's not grovelly. <laughs> I've died it again. <laughs> <I>? <laughs> Someone clear this water so, up. <laughs> so I framed the ring. The ring. No, it's fine. So I've got three, just over a three-year ban, yeah? yeah? At the moment. Oh, gosh. Three points. So, so if we do a series every year of this, okay, by series five, we could be looking at the unblocking. So every cloud, yeah? Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that's something to look forward to. Are we going to do another Lunar update on next week's show? There's no point, is there? Well, to be honest, if you if you ask me, I, I I I wouldn't do it, but you know, I quite I quite like the answers. Yeah. If I'm going to do it, I bring me shorts next week. <laughs> <laughs> what relationship did you and do footballers have with refs on and off the pitch? Any? Well, um, Howard, um, for me, Howard's the best. You know, um, what's that second name again? Mate, the one who's a Man United. See, you've you've lost his name as well, haven't you? Yeah, you know why? Because when you were at Howard, in my head, Howard Kittle from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Thirty years old. What's Howard? Howard Webb. Howard Webb. Right. So, Howard and Webby. Webby. Is that we we we? I think it's when he started doing some stuff on the uh, station, BT, um, and we done a lot. We got, got really got to know him very very well. You know, and you you realise exactly what they're going through and what's happening. Someone like Graham Pohl, oh, can't stand the fella. Can't stand the fella. Because the power, the power, he loved the fact that he had that power, you know, calling people by their nicknames and stuff like that. Did he? Yeah, he was, he was, he was the most annoying one because you know that he was just like, there was a sycophantic vibe about him that was really like, just, just 
fuck off, will you? And even when he started doing the BT stuff, I was quite pleased I, I stopped working with BT when he was doing it because I couldn't, couldn't like... Um, uh, fake it. Yeah, I couldn't fake it. You know what I mean? I didn't really get into conversation with him really because there's a few times on the pitch where he just absolutely just... Like, give me an example. Like, for instance, when, you know, if you had a foul, he, wants to, he was going to book you. And, like, you're saying, what are you talking? And he said, he'll tell you to shut up, come here. Talk to you like that. Come here now, like this. And you think to yourself, who the fuck are you talking to like that? Do you know what I mean? So and what would Howard Webb do then? What's no, the how, no, the thing is, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get to, I didn't, I don't think I re- oh, Howard referee now. But when you watch him, he was how a referee should be. That's just like Kalina, you know what I mean? The best Pierre Luigi. You know, he's the, he's the. You he's, under him. Yeah, played 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 under him, and you you know you know that he's in total charge. It's nothing else apart from officiating that game, the best possible way he can. You know what I mean? Not from Graham Pole, not for me. You know what I mean? It's all do, about does ref, him. Does the ref come in to the dressing room before the game? No. You don't speak to him at all? No, no, no. He doesn't say, right, listen, boys, uh, I'm going to be quite tough on this game. Any yellow cards are going to be dished out straight away. No. I remember when they used to check the when they used to check the boots, you know what I mean? They used to all come in, uh, check the studs and that. Who? Who used to do that? The referee and the lines would, would come in and before check Before the game, they check every player's studs? Yeah, check the studs. So when, they, when, they, so when you're coming out of the dressing room, they just check the studs. They just... Wipe their hands down the six down the six studs. See if there's any sharpness or anything like that. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, like people like Roger Milford, Keith Cooper, Dermot Gallagher really got on well. And you know, funny enough, Jeff Winter got on really well with Jeff. Roger Milford way back in the day used to wear. Yeah, grey curly hair. Yeah. Okay. Used to have the used to wear the, the sweatbands and everything. Referees like oh those those old referees like those guys they would um, they talk to you. Don't wave your arms. Dermot Gallagher will always say, E, say whatever you want. I don't care what you swear and say at me. Just don't wave your arms at me. Don't point your fingers at me like okay. that. You know, which made sense. So you could say, for fuck's sake, Dermot, Jesus. And he says, yes, yes, it's okay. But yeah, just let me have a word. Let me have a word. Just have a quick word. And then you get like like Howard Webb and, and Riley, Mike Riley, another f- oh, fucking hell. I can't stand that bloke. Another one that, you know what I mean, he treats you like, obviously, he's, Totally enjoying the power that he's got, um, but like, if I'm going to be totally honest, it was Grandpa was the was the worst. Grandpa just does it. Does it. it change you as a footballer when you're on the field, knowing who's refing? You go like, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah. And does it change the way you play? I.e. No, 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 no. But the thing with someone like Graham Pohl, I knew I was getting booked. I knew I was getting booked. Uh, same with Mike Riley. I knew I was getting booked for so, playing a natural game that I played. So do you think some refs had their favourites and they had players that they didn't I like? Know. I don't know. I don't know. But like, they knew. You know what I mean? I remember when he'd say, right. I said, don't call me fucking right. You ain't my, I don't know you. You ain't my mate. And so when you, when he, when you, when you in like that, then anything that happens, like, you know what I mean? They say something, they book you for, 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 for swearing or, and then all of a sudden you get booked and then people say, ah, oh, fucking hell, why don't I keep his mouth? I get a book for dissent. What's this? What's that? What do you mean? Dissent. You're getting booked for dissent. You say, oh, for fuck's sake, how's that a foul? And he booked you. Well, and he would say, I'm not booking you for the foul, I'm booking you because you just swore. No, no, no. What he'll do is that, like, things are happening and something might have happened, a foul or something, and then he'll stop the game because, you, like, the game's going on, he'll go, stop the game, especially away from home. He'll blow the whistle and stop the game, call you over in that way he does, and you say, what the what? What the fuck, man, what? And he'll call you over, and then to that point where he does that hand, points to you and go like that, and then he'll book you, and then people say, oh, that's obviously for dissent, and you think, what a fucking wanker, and he'll say... You swear one more time and you're off. And then you, 
you have to you're like that. But there are other refs you can swear at. Yeah, because it's it's not the thing is you're not saying it in a way where you effing this and that. You're you're not actually swearing at him. You're swearing about the situation, and it, and you say, what's that got to do with you? I'm not swearing at you. Dissent. That kind of it stuff. It is a cauldron of of emotion, isn't it? Like no other. So I, I, I agree with you. As long as you're not being rude when you swear, mm. I, I know that sounds a contradiction, but you know what I mean? As long as you're not directing your anger towards him rather than you're just showing your frustration, I think you should be allowed to swear. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, now it's time for I Can Make You Love Me. Oh. All right. Now, if you don't know what this is, in 1997, a group of psychologists claimed to have found 36 questions which could make two strangers fall in love. Now, before we did these podcasts, we weren't that close. We weren't as close as we are now. But we've done these every week. We do about three or four of these. Mm. I'm hoping to get the professor on one, one mm. week who wrote them. That'd yeah. be good, wouldn't it? I'd love to ask him. What would you ask him? Um, what made you what made you think of it? Why? What? What? what and why? Why those particular questions? Right. What? With everything you could say and do to try and get two people to why those? What? What? what how'd you come up with them questions? Right. Wouldn't it be funny if he's divorced? just didn't work out so every week we've been doing this right with the aim that on the first podcast we found out that if I was in a burning building with G-Force Gary Lineker Mm. you would save him not me and and I'm hoping that after we do these questions every week all different ones part of the 36 that on the last podcast I'm going to ask you the question again who would you save burning building Mm -hmm. and hopefully because we know each other a lot more now you would save me rather than him all right I'd probably try and save you both if that's ah, the case. That's changed for the first time. Yeah, but I, no, I'm just saying. You know, what I mean, it's not. You could be that's a stranger. Changed. I wouldn't. Yeah, but that's if it's changed. a burning, yeah, but if it's a burning building and Gary Lineker was in there, and a total stranger, and I could save you both, I would. Okay, but you can only save one. That's obviously the rule. Otherwise, it's pointless even asking that question. Otherwise, I'm saying, would you let someone die? Yeah. So it's only one. Okay, so right. Gary Lineker. Uh, we don't need to answer that yet. I okay, mean, we'll, but it probably will. Well, there's no point. You okay. can, Where's no really point? There's no point. There's no right, point upsetting someone on purpose, is it? Well, I'm not upsetting you, but you've well, got you the questions to answer. Right. Ask, I mean, to ask. Ask me the question. Are you ready? Yeah. If you could wake up tomorrow, having gained... You're going to start again, aren't you? If you could wake <laughs> up tomorrow... <laughs> I'm going to leave all that in. Yeah. If you could wake up tomorrow, having gained any one quality or ability, mm. what would it be? Now, I don't know if we chuck in, like, superhero status. No, let's not do superhero. Um, X-ray vision, you pervert. No. It's going to be that. You know what I'd have? Unbelievable memory. Remember everything that I read. Have you got bad memory? It's not great. You know, like, for instance, I remember doing the television programmes and stuff like that, and I'd literally have to read things over and over and over and over again. But I bet you can remember, like, your first goal. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. It's weird, isn't it? So you've got a good memory, you just but choose on the right, to... on the right, yeah, with the right things. It's a selective good memory. Yeah, um, but like that's the kind of stuff because I, I'm still, I'm still in wonder 
uh, about how these actors remember their lines. Yeah, but it's a job, right? Yeah, but they've the tra- trained yeah, their brain to do they that. They train their brain to do it, but like, like I know a few. There's a lot of people right? who are not actors who, who can train their brain. I yeah. just wish I had a better memory to remember like stats and things that come in. Oh, here's you know a question for you. So you know you see, you know you see like University Challenge, yeah. right? And they've always got brainy people on it. Okay, no, I, I, the other day, I, I, answer, I nearly answered a question on that. Was that name? <sighs> I can't remember it. Right, he can't remember how I want to say it. But here's the thing. Are they clever or do they just have amazing memories? Because the question would be like, in 1872, they, the, the three people that... That's little... because they're studious and they've studied it. Yeah, but so is they that remember clever it. or is that just a good memory? Well, well, what we can say is that education is education or just memory or are you brainy or are you actually yeah, but is it, brainy? But, so here's my thing. A mathematician, mm. right, will, will know formulas and will work out stuff. So he, his brain has to work. Mm. But if you're a historian... Yeah, but he's still remembering a load of that stuff, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but every day there'll be a new sum. But if you're a historian, you've got all your information. Mm. You don't have... All you've got to do is remember it. So people on quiz shows yeah but then the thing is uh, to, to remember it you know is still well, that's, but is that still, clever or is that just you got a good memory it's a good question I'll say it's probably both because right. for you to retain that retain that um, information and then remember it, it's got you've got to have some form of capabilities brain wise you know something that I wish I could, uh, so and, and it goes back. It goes back to when I was younger. I didn't pay enough attention at school, and I think I had a lot more about me academically. So um, it really annoys me that I didn't pay enough attention, and that's why I constantly feel like I'm ca- trying to catch up. Have you noticed that you've not coughed once? Um, yeah, I have. Are you you're doing it, making a conscious decision tonight? Yeah, you're doing well. Yeah. See if you can get to the end of the podcast about cough. Okay. You now you want to cough, don't you? No, I don't know. What's the matter? Why you've gone all? You've, no, because I was just thinking. Up. No, because I'm thinking about the. I like the memory, and are you uh, are you intelligent, or is it just a good memory? Because I was saying, when you study at school and you do your mock exams and your exams, and you're doing all that revising, the revising is just all about memory. If, the more you remember, and you get back, you put on that exam paper, you're going to get through your exams and get That's your A point. levels and That's get all your. Point. So what I'm saying is, is that when you get out to the real world and then you get real common sense problems that's when the brain kicks in doesn't it yeah you know? but that would be yours would it better memory better memory I'd like to have a better memory hmm. I don't know what mine would be having what gained any one quality or ability um, I mean you look at me and you think perfection so I wouldn't change anything even your nose in that would you, you yeah know? okay here's the thing if I had a small enough I've got a massive head yeah if right. I oh, no need to well no I'm just saying I'm just <laughs> You said it yourself. I'm, I'm not like I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, right. yeah, I agree. If I had a small just, nose, mm. that would look weird. Yeah, but you wouldn't have a small nose with the, with the way your head is. But that's what I'm saying. If I had, a, I've got. I keep my head. Yeah. Right. But all of a sudden, I well, answer the question. When, well, that's why when people with their natural heads and what, they, and then they have a nose job, and then they do this. I was look. I looked at a lady the other day, and it was it was sad. How old was she? She must have been. 40, 42 Right. She's had so much work done. She's obviously, before she had the work done, she was a very attractive lady. She's probably gone through her whole life getting compliments on how attractive she is. And then she's got to a, she's got to her 40s, because she's about 42, 43, 
And she's now starting to look at herself thinking, probably, because she's had so much work done. And she probably would have started earlier, like in her 30s, because she's trying to, trying to keep it, trying to hold back time. And she's, she, she was uglier. She just, she just looked. She, what she's trying to do. Lips, nose, yeah, eyes. So, so her eyes, her eyes were too wide. Well, that's not plastic surgery. That's just how she's born. No, it? no, no. Because obviously it's the facelift. So the face, her eyes. Too high, too yeah. high, not wide. Not uh, yeah. like either uh, side of the nose. Yeah, so her high. eyes are like that, Anne. She's like startled. Right, yeah. Cheekbones are, are, are not right because they, they're, they're up like that as well. Too high. Right. So she looks like she's like, ah. That was like in pain. You, like you, her, you stepped her, on a plug. And her lips. Yeah, I don't get the lip thing. So you know, you think she's. So, you know what? It really. It, it makes me sad to see people like that because they obviously cannot deal with the fact that they are getting to a stage and an age in their life where people may not give them the same compliments. But they're just they're getting older with the people who gave them those compliments when they were at the same age and stuff like that. So they're going to still get the same compliments if you do not touch your face mm. and that. You're, but you've just got to leave. The thirties and the twenties and the, that's that's gone. You just got to go into the forties and the fifties so, and the sixties. How think, you are because it's so sad to see these women. They, they've actually changed their faces, and they look uglier than they were. Yeah, but there's a lot of pressure on women nowadays. I think men can grow old gracefully. I think men look better as we get older. I think that women look now. We've got to a situation where women look so good now if they've not done any work. That you genuinely notice it more. Yeah, I agree. You notice it more, but it's too late for some of these women. You know what they've done to their faces. I find it really sad because they go home and they're chasing something that is just absolutely just making them look more and more grotesque. I think if I was going to have one ability, it would be to sing. Anyone in particular, like any voice in particular? Yeah, you're right. I'd probably yeah. I'd like to be able to hold a note. No, would you like to have a distinctive voice? I'd like to be able to sing like, like what's his name? Who's the ginger fella? Ed Sheeran. How can you say that? What? How can you anyone forget Ed, Ed Sheeran? I forgot his name. You cannot forget Ed Sheeran. I didn't. Name. I went. Who's the ginger fella? Ed Sheeran. So because he's you're you're remembering Ed Sheeran simply because of his gingerness. Oh, and his voice. Hence me going. I'd like to sing like yeah, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, but I the first thing I think of when I think of singer and great English singer, British singer, and this and that. Ed Sheeran, it's nothing to do with his gingerness that makes me bring up Ed Sheeran's name. I think that's... Well, I don't would like do if I went, if I went, name a famous ginger. Yeah, but that's just... Who are you answering stereotyping. with? Who are you answering with? Elton John. He's not ginger. He was. Was he? I thought he had no hair. He had hair. When he started out, I'm sure Elton John was maybe a ginger. No, I don't think you've got that right. Well, if I haven't, then you know what I mean. <laughs> I've seen him ginger, maybe. <laughs> Elton John ginger, maybe he wasn't. But like, yeah, I, f I really feel that's really disrespectful to Ed Why? Sheeran. Why? I haven't said, I didn't go the shit ginger headed fella. I just said ginger. Like if someone went, who's that football who's played for England and Arsenal? I go, what one? The bald one, black fella. Oh, righty. It's a description. Yeah, but that's that's different than, Why? than, than Why? ginger. All right, okay, here's your question. Who's a fella that played for Arsenal and had um, ginger curly hair? Ray Parler. No, blonde curly hair. He was ginger. Are you taking a piss? Ray Parler, everyone Ray knows. Ray Parler is not ginger. Well, he's not blonde. He's 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 strawberry. He's 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 not um he's not ginger. Ray Parler. All right. Who's the Arsenal player that had curly blonde hair? Ray Parler. Right. Well, why haven't you had a go at me for saying oh blonde? You're blondest. Because um I can't believe that you would 
you'd say, hang on, who's that ginger singer, Ed, for Ed Sheeran? I'd think that singer, Ed Sheeran. I don't, don't, don't yeah, need but you, because you describe is... someone. <clears throat> yeah, but that's, you don't need to mention All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If I was describing you and I went the black fellow with glasses, is that racist? Yeah, there's loads of black guys with glasses. It's not racist. Well, there's loads of ginger fellas. What, great singers? Ah, that's why I used the ginger, so you could distinguish I was talking about Sheeran. Yeah, well, why don't you just mention Ed Sheeran's name, and I know he's a great singer. All right, here we go. All right, we'll do it again. I like to have a good voice, like the singer, um, oh, that singer. Which one, the English singer? Yeah. Sting? No. Ed Sheeran? Why did you guess him second? Because, like, you're going through great singers, and Ed Sheeran will be up there. All right, I'll choose another singer. No, I've just given you a No, because you knew we were getting to Ed Sheeran. I'll give you another singer, right? I'm thinking of one now. I'd love to have a great voice, like... um, Luther Vandross? No. Ed Sheeran? No. Sting? No. Well, I don't know. Right, now if I give you a description... Go on, then. Ginger? Elton John? Yes. Next question, okay? Right. Are we close up? Are we closer after yeah, that one? Yeah. Is there something, not something, which a lot of people say, and it drives me something. fucking... It's horrible, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember something. 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 <laughs> what? My mum does that all the time. Something. Uh, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? Now, I think we should add in, in the sporting world for you, like maybe you think, oh, I, I never scored a goal there, or I'd mm. love to. And or in the social world. World so, Cup. Playing in the World Cup. Missed out on it. That's because of injury, isn't it? Injury, form, whatever. Do you think would Michael Owen have been in that team to score that goal had you been fit? Yeah. yeah. Michael Owen was going to go in 98. Oh, okay. Because he already told me. He already told me that I'm going. He, he, I knew that Michael Owen was going. Because I told you. Because after I went into the room and he told me I was going. I thought he was calling me in the room to tell me I weren't going. So that was a frightening thing. Because I've had that with Graham Taylor before. You know what I mean? I weren't going. I had it with, with Terry Venables. But like when he called me, I thought, oh, fuck it. When who called you? Glenn Oddle. Oh, okay. And I thought, oh, fuck, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I, I, I wanted to cry then when he said, yeah, Ian, um, Ian yeah, I need, need to see you. I think about, I don't know, about half two. I'll give you a call, let you know. And I thought, oh. you know, when you fucking slough off like that. Because I was desperate and I knew it was my last chance. Knew it was my last chance. So, <clears throat> when he called me in, you, like I say, Gaza, you just coughed there. I see. I, didn't know, I don't know when it's happening. Okay. But once ain't bad. No. So, obviously, I went in after Gaza when, when, when it all went wrong for Gaz. And then, when he told me and I came out, I went back to the room and fuck, burst into tears. Um, and then, obviously, you know, last game was against Morocco. Yeah, warm-up you, game. You've told us this. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you pulled my hamstring and I weren't going, so... If there's a dream that I had, and I, I don't want to be playing in the World Cup because I want to um, score the winning goal and do this, and I just want to be there to be to be able to have a chance to do that because it's not the same if you say things like yeah because now that I've grown up and done a lot of stuff, wanted to score in the FA Cup final, want to score for England, want to win the league, want to win the FA Cup, you know stuff like that. When you when you when you actually do stuff like that, you, you I what I do anyway. I think I would just like to be able to just go to the World Cup and see what happens there. So, you know, like if somebody said, 
okay, the devil's come back and he's given you, you, you have to give you, you have to sell your soul, but you can go to the World Cup and you can, you can win the World Cup. It won't be the same. I say, I would rather sell my soul to the devil to just come back and have the opportunity to go. Not because you want to make the moments. You don't want to know, yeah, you know, I've gone back and yeah, well, I'm going to score in the final mm -hmm. and I'm going to win it. So that's, that's nothing. You know, that's not, that's not how I'd want to do it. So all I'd want is, if I could have the dream, is to just to play in the World Cup for England. Last question. Mm. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? What a question that is. Got a crystal ball in front of you. Yeah, put your, put your helmet in front of you. Move your helmet. Look at your little face. You've made a penis <laughs> gag. So... I don't need to put the helmet, put the helmet in, front. in front of you. I don't need to for the crystal ball thing. It's, put your helmet. You know I mean? No, it works. Put your helmet in it front of you. It doesn't work. Fuck's sake, and It's, it's, just it's a shiny helmet you got there. Put your hand on your helmet. There it is, yeah. I got right. it. Crystal ball. You can tell the future. Mm -hmm. What do you want to know? Seriously? Yeah. Does war break out? Oh, my God. Well, war's always break. War, we're... I'm talking about proper, like, World War Two, where the whole world's involved. And the whole world will be um, at risk because we're talking about like proper, like the next time. You know, when you got, we're, we're talking about <clears throat> uh, when you watch these films and like robots take over and fucking and all that sort of stuff. I'd want to know does that happen? Right. If it did, what would you do? Well, what could I do? Well, why would you want to know then? Because I want to know for my kids. Okay, so you found out it does. Happens in, in a month. What are you going to say to your kids? How old are your kids? Eight and six. Brilliant. And what and, are you going to say to the six-year-old? No, I've got good news kids, and bad news. Well, I've got, You're not my, going to my school in four I've got like eight, six, you know what I mean? 19, 23. Right. Them, them, them guys. You they're, say they're nothing, the to, the young, nothing right. to the youngsters. I wouldn't say anything to anyone. Well, have we just said for my kids? Yeah, but I want to find out because I want to know if they're going to have a future. Right, well, I want to know in the future that war does not break out. Right. I want to know that in the future... No, but that's things, not... Let me finish. I want to know that in the future, does climate control... Have we messed that up? Those are the kind of things I want to know now. But what are you going to do with that info? Yeah, but it's got... You're saying to... I don't know what I could do with the info. You're asking me what I'd want to know. Yeah, but surely you want to know something to benefit you. Yeah, but how's it going to benefit me? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, but are you asking me something I want to know? I want to know that. It's not about benefiting me. I want to know, uh, okay. is we the world going to be a good, a nice place, a safe place in the future? That's the main thing, because that's all I think about now. You know, is the world going to be a place, is it going to be safer, on the, all that sort of stuff around us? You know, I just want it, that's all I want to know. I don't, nothing else, really. There's nothing else, really, that I I want like that. And I just want to know that the, the world's going to be a nice place to live. Do you know what I want to know? <clears throat> what? There's another coffee. Saying there's another coffee. I was going to say about your coffee, I was going to say, I think it's when you only talk about football. Don't talk bollocks. Well, when you talk football, watch. You haven't got a coffee yet, all right? Okay? Tell me about your favourite kit you played at Arsenal. The, it was the, the banana, the bruised banana. <clears throat> See? What are you lying for? That's just... that's just the bruised see. banana? What does that mean? It's the yellow one with the... You were going to cough. You were. You were. You held it in. I was just testing you to see. No, you held it in. Go on, tell me about the, the banana kit. Yeah, it's, the, it's the first one we played in at Arsenal. Yeah? Yeah. You want to cough, don't you? Yeah. Go on. No, I'm not going to cough. Go on, no. tell me about the kit. No, you know about it. Everybody knows about it. I want to hear it. I want you to talk about it. That cough's going to come out. It's not going to come out. Tell me about the kit. 
No. Let's move on. Well, that's it. That's all we've got time for. You're joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.